Welcome to Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass, crass, and kicking ass. Hey, everybody. It is a new week. Happy Memorial Day to those of you that are listening on Monday. Yes, yes. We hope you had a nice Memorial Day, whatever that meant for you. If you're grilling on your balcony or taking a walk in the park or whatever your town allows. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) However you can socially distance. Yeah. Social distancely. (laughs) Celebrate. Celebrate. I might throw a lettuce leaf on the grill. Oh, man. <laughs> Which we'll talk about soon. Oh, uh, So I'm Angie Bailey. And I'm Susie Schubert. And as Susie just referred on our agenda today, we are going to talk about diets. And Susie mentioned last time she was starting a new diet. And so we thought we'd talk about the whole crazy business and share our diet journeys we've been on. I mean, haven't all of us women tried some kind of diet at some point of our lives? I mean, I feel like it's just part of being a woman, I don't know any friend of mine that hasn't tried something and there's no shortage of fad diets or eating lifestyles or, you know, any of that. So I'd be curious now that you say that if I'm sure, obviously men go through it too. So Mm -hmm. I wonder, I mean, I have to believe that it's the, the percentage would be more women than men that Uh have tried stuff, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, one of my diets, I was on, I was on with my ex-husband and we did it together. Yeah. And I know you and Corey are yeah, doing we're both yours doing together. together. Suffering so. together. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm excited to talk about that and uh, also hear what all of you have to say. So oh, yeah. Well, yes. I was actually laughing because, you know, I was listening to last week's podcast and when we talked about, when I brought up what we are going to talk about next week, it was literally all about me. I was like, I'm starting a diet. Oh God! <laughs> I never even mentioned that we were actually going to talk about diets in general. That the whole show was not going to be the Susie show. Oh. I had to laugh at myself. It's like, can you tell that this was like totally taking over my brain? It's amazing how much of a part of food is, is is a part of our life and a part of you know just our well obviously our daily routine of like sustaining ourselves but like how much of an emotional tie we have with the food that we eat oh my god you have no idea how much i love to eat so yes Mm -hmm. yes good lord (laughs) but before we get into that we're here in the ladies room so of course it's appropriate to talk about our poop and what do you got going on down there in your neck of the woods (laughs) down there what do you have going on down there Well, let me tell you about my poop. Actually, I'm going to keep my poop light and fun this week and tell you (laughs) what fun poop you have. Oh, so fun. Actually, it smells a little like roses or it smells like candy because we all sat down and watched family movie uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Watch the original one. Oh, it's so good and so weird. I know. I don't even know how it popped into our brains, but someone was like, let's watch Willy Wonka. Because I don't know about you, but when you sit down to watch with a group of people, especially our family, oh my God, it takes like half an hour for us to just settle on something that mm-hmm. everybody wants to watch. But we were like, Oh, my God, the original Willy Wonka, and it had to be the original Willy Wonka. Actually, now I remember why, because it was on the core man's birthday, and oh. that is one of his all-time favorite movies. 
So we interviewed actually him last a, year. What's about that? that? We interviewed him last year on Pause Rewind about that. Movie. That's right. I forgot about that. See, mm-hmm. I am so my brain is a huge fog right now. So I completely forgot about that. Yes, exactly. So mm-hmm. we did talk about Willy Wonka last time. And God, it was just so funny to watch it again because poor Corman, like the kids and I were in not so rare form of just like laughing about every weird thing and all of our comments we kept interjecting, especially with, and we've laughed about this, Angie, like the four grandparents in the bed. (laughs) And how they've supposedly been in that bed for 20 years. (laughs) <laughs> and just the reek like anytime like anyone would move someone would interject things like don't lift up that blanket grandpa joe <laughs> like the reek that would come out of that blanket just from stale farts and you know just old people smell that's been festering under that blanket for 20 years like does they even wash the sheets probably not for oh 20 my years Lord. i don't know well you know grandpa joe had that stain all over his <laughs> pajamas so who knows how long that stain's been there but one of the funniest things Sullivan said (coughs) it made me laugh so hard he was like oh my god and I forgot to write it down but he talked about their um carbuncles and I was like what what (laughs) What the heck is a carbuncle apparently it's a bed sore and he's like they're bed sores on steroids (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. They must have some serious carbuncles. And then he was going to show me pictures of them. And I was like, I don't really want to go there. I don't need to see a carbuncle. Maybe that was the stain on his jammies. Oh, gross. It was a seeping carbuncle, except it was on the front of his shirt. So maybe he's a stomach sleeper. I don't know. They don't show that in Willy Wonka. They're always sitting up on their back so they can eat their cabbage soup. And Oh, my God. Chris and I laugh all the time. There was something we watched. Maybe it was an SNL spoof on that whole, you know, grandparents in bed. And uh, they said something about how <laughs> they were scissoring. <laughs> that sexual position where you like it's like the legs are like yeah like two scissors yeah isn't that more of like a a girl thing it is but it you know so grandma georgina and grandma josephine (laughs) they scissor diagonally (laughs) or were they across from each other uh i think they were diagonal okay so what i remember (laughs) scissoring with your carbuncle crotch Even back then, I'm sure it was very, like, homophobic because the, the men could not be touching feet, you know, because if they're facing each other, their feet might touch. God right. forbid, you know, <laughs> there might be a little pup tent <laughs> under the blanket. <laughs> that would give away the true feelings the of why they wanted to be in that bed for 20 years. Oh Who knows God. what happens when the women are sleeping, you know? They could all be swingers. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't come knocking when that when shack is a rocking. <laughs> Everyone goes to sleep in their closet, and then they're yeah. like, what are those noises? Is that the, is that the mice the running around? The yeah. rats? No. It's just, just the, the grandpas so, and the grandmas, the mamas and the papas. 
Just some casual scissoring happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh so god. yeah, we had we had some good laughs. That was a good time in quarantine. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So very good. So I poor poor man. He had his his childhood movie ruined by yeah. us and our crazy comments and laughs throughout the whole thing. But you know. He's used to us by now. I was going to say, this is, should come as no surprise. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> All right. So I'm assuming your poop is probably going to be about your poopy tooth that My you had tooth. to have removed. Yes. Yeah. Well, I didn't have it removed. It had a canal. Oh, that. <laughs> it got canaled. Right. Remember? <laughs> that is right. Yes, they they sent a little gondolier and a canal down into my pulp, into the roots. That was some serious pulp fiction. That was some pulp. No, that was a nonfiction. That shit was real. They cleaned so, out the poop. They did. They did. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So, I got, it was on Tuesday, um, and I had some Valium ahead of time, which was helpful. And then I got there yes. and I was in a not in a good place. But they did let Chris come in and sit in the waiting room, which they oh. weren't going to and because there were no other patients scheduled. Oh, so he that's, got to what stay What a nice there. little surprise that was for you. It was very nice. And so, yeah, so then I got some um, <laughs> oh uh, nitrous. I almost called it Noxzema. <laughs> Noxzema or Nagazema, like Nagazema. Naga <laughs> so my so, Naga yeah. monster wears. Yes, yes. They they draped me with Naga. Hide. Well, <laughs> and they then did put a... on your face. <laughs> like what the hell kind of root canal is this? <laughs> but they uh, they did put uh, an X ray apron on me because they had to take like three or four X rays throughout just to make sure that everything was oh good was, yeah. Uh, yeah 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 so anyway yeah so he he gave me just a crap load of um of uh, what do you call it novocaine novocaine yeah just filling that canal oh with my the god wonder drug I swear to God like maybe six shots of it total, total <laughs> a lot. But I did. But he was very patient and he was very kind and he did not. Um, he wasn't pushy. He totally, you know, listened to me. Stopped when I want. Yeah. So it, it ended up being very nice. And I brought my earbuds and listened to Lorena McKinnon like Celtic music the whole time. Oh, nice, nice. And so yeah, and so it was. It was actually. It ended up being an, a fine experience. And now I feel less stressed out about going back to talk about. You know, my other teeth are also getting a cleaning and whatnot. So it was, ah. it, I think that, I mean, I would hope that doctors, dentists, you know, what healthcare professionals don't underestimate how much their bedside manner means to people, especially people who have, you know, phobias and stress around going to see them. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's a huge part of their training. I would hope so because I worked in a dental office and you're right. I mean, a lot of people feel that way. Um, and the dentist I worked for was the most amazing. He was, you know, so gentle and always checking, how are you doing? How are you doing? What do you need? How can I help you? And just so, you know, so good about that. He really did put people at ease as well. Yeah. Well, so, I, mean, um, I think there are, thank goodness, a lot more people like that than what you experienced all those years ago. Oh my God, with the wolf mug. <laughs> the, the I'm sorry, wolf mug that I drilled your face. God. The don't sue me bouquet. The don't sue me bouquet. <laughs> yes, from FTD. <laughs> Better than STD. Oh yeah, that's true. 
Because sadly, you could get that from your dentist, too, when you're under. Oh, yes, you could. STD bouquet. You know, we we had a dentist. You reminded me. When I was young, we had this dentist, and he was really scary. I've been really lucky. I've never had a fear of the dentist, um, but my mom really did, really badly. But um, I was pretty young, but the dentist we saw was kind of creepy. He was really, like, kind of rough. And didn't have good bedside manner uh-huh. at all. And he literally, like, he would put all of the tools on your chest instead of, like, on a tray. So whenever Ew. he'd grab a tool, he was grabbing your chest. Which nowadays, Ooh. I don't think that would... <laughs> Why? Oh. Isn't that yeah. creepy? He sounds like a real tool. <laughs> Oh my God! He's always grabbing. Don't want to get drilled by him. He was always grabbing his tool. (laughs) Ew. So yes, I am so glad your your whole experience was better. And you are just. I hope you realized that you are just such a badass for doing it, going through it. I feel like a badass here on the other side. So yeah, I'll take it for sure. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still on some, you know, ibuprofen and whatnot. But they said for a couple of weeks it'll be, oh yeah, be a little sore. So of whatever. So yeah, anyway, maybe. yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, how's how are your armpits doing? <laughs> oh, my armpits are just as fresh as ever since I'm using Lumi deodorant. Nice. I That's know. Awesome. Yeah, my armpits feel good too. And now the, we were just talking before we got on about how it's feeling kind of humid these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. So definitely you all need to try this natural Lumi deodorant that really is magical, how it makes that stink go away. It does. It does. So go to femininehijinkspodcast.com and look for the ad, click on it, and you can order right there. And you can be entered for a free, some free Lumi um, product as well. Which is pretty badass. Free is badass. Free is totally badass. (laughs) Absolutely. So anywho... We're on the agenda now, and I am so excited to hear about your diet, but I think you had something fun to share first. Yeah, well, before we dive into that craziness, um, I thought I thought to myself, self, let's look up some other diets. Like, what are, what are popular diets that have happened over the years? So I looked up fad diets, mm-hmm. and of course, there was no shortage. And I'm sure there's others that were big that are not mentioned but they just kind of picked one from each year. I thought it was funny. So in the 1960s, there was one called the drinking man's diet. Nice. <laughs> Which oh, is God. no surprise. Of course, it was targeted toward men. And it was all about avoiding carbs, with the exception of drinking as much alcohol as you like, because alcohol was considered a good carb. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe because if you drink so much alcohol, you'll be throwing up all the time and then you won't like gain any weight. I don't know. It's so bad. And then 1970s was the Sleeping Beauty diet. Have you heard Mm. of that? No. I love the idea of it because Sleeping Beauty was always my favorite Disney princess. Mm. And I always just wanted to wake up looking as beautiful as she did. And I, I loved the idea of just being able to sleep for years and years. Like sleeping's like my favorite thing. Yes. But apparently it's also good for diets because when you're sleeping, you're not eating. That was kind of the whole 
the whole idea behind this diet. So you would take sedatives throughout the day. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, oh, you know, no. super healthy, super healthy diet there. Then in the 80s, it was the Scarsdale diet. I remember, I remember the name. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And so this was total torture. Followers of this diet consume fewer than a thousand calories a day. What the shit? And then you spend two weeks on the diet and then two weeks off. Oh my God. I would God. I would kill. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would kill. I am doing that right now, but only for three days. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in 1990s was the Atkins diet, oh, which of course sure. I'm sure we've all heard. And they, that was kind of the diet that was responsible for the start of this high protein, low carbs movement mm-hmm. uh, that we have today. So, yeah, that, that was, it didn't have like a lot of funny stuff to say about, about this. Um, into the 2000s, it was the baby food diet. Gross! Do you remember, I don't remember I think, that. I don't either. I think I mentioned a while ago on this podcast that I used to eat prunes. Did yes. I yes. Baby oh my food God. strained prunes just because I liked it. So apparently I was like doing the fad before I even knew it was a fad. So of course they say here it was it first became popular when Jennifer Aniston supposedly tried it to lose weight. And it consists of eating up to 14 jars of baby food per day in place of snacks or meals. <laughs> oh, my this God. This article is like, oh, there's a reason that toddlers stop doing that, by the way. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that is so gross. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> the last one I have in the 2010s was the HCG diet which I'd never heard about. I have heard of that. Oh, my God. So this is the one that combines daily injections of a fertility Mm -hmm. drug that is both for men and women and the daily diet consisting of only 500 to 800 calories a day. A friend of mine did that, and she lost mad weight. Uh, I'm sure she did, but then did she gain it all back as soon as she started eating like a real person? Well, she gained some back, but not all of it. But I, I remember her doing that and thinking, you're injecting yourself? What uh, kind of madness is that? Right? That just seems like going a little too far. I mean, to yeah. each his own, of course. But wow. It's like, I can't imagine the, the long-term effects of something like that. I don't know. Well, there's two things I remember, like from um, the 70s and even into the 80s. Well, the 70s specifically, my mom used to eat those chocolate candies called AIDS. Do you remember that? They were like, they were, they're called AIDS. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, they were chocolate candies and they came in a box that looked like like a Whitman's box (laughs) and they had little pieces in there and they were like, yeah, they were called AIDS, A-I-D-S. Oh, my and she, God. she had them in her pantry. And I remember, like, always <laughs> wanting to get one. And mom saying, no, that's not for you. That's not for you. I thought you were going to say she had them in her pants. <laughs> she carried them in her pants. So were they, like, X-lax or something? I don't remember exactly what they were. Oh, my but God. I'm going to have to look that shit up. Yeah, I know. I know. Curious and my grandmother, my grandmother um, took a lot of doctor prescribed speed for weight loss you know back in the 60s but uh, another thing and maybe you'll remember this and we even served it when I worked at the diner in the late 80s do you remember those diet plates it was like one (laughs) hamburger with no bun a slice of tomato some cottage cheese 
Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. The diet plate. The it was always plate. the diet plate. I know. Cottage cheese, a che- a hamburger with no bun, and some sliced tomatoes. That's that really that's all that was on it. I know. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, diet plate. Oh, diet plate. Yeah. Uh, but tell me what's going on with you. What are you doing? <laughs> well, you're going to have to like... Everyone's going to have to uh, deal with me right now in my fog brain because I am on day three of the cert food diet. Mm. So I should have written every, again, because my brain's so foggy, I should have written down exactly what this is because I've only skimmed the first part of the book and went right to the damn diet. Because do we really sit and read like all the information? No, just tell me what I can eat. Tell me what I can't eat. And and let me get started before I changed my freaking mind. Yes, (laughs) yes. But anyway, apparently our body, there's... Um, foods that have a lot of, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right, CERT is S-I-R-T, and it's short for Sirtuin, Sirtuin, I don't know, but they're these things, and of course I should have read more about what the things are uh, <laughs> that is in that we have that helps with your metabolism. So the mm-hmm. idea is that you're eating these Sirtuin-rich foods in order to kick up your metabolism and it builds muscle even without doing a lot of exercise. Mm. So it actually burns the fat. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm like, and and the reason I even started this damn thing is have we all seen pictures of Adele? Oh, I know. I saw that she was on that diet. Yes. And Mm -hmm. so I'm like, okay, what the hell did she do? I have to know. And then I read about the cert food diet and I'm like, you know what? This is the first diet that I've looked at that actually makes a lot of sense to me. There wasn't one thing in the diet that said you can't eat it. And they talk about that in the book. They say as soon as you tell people they can't eat something, they want it. Uh-huh. So, of course, you know, there's there's a couple different. There's like the first three days, you only you do only consume about 1,000 calories in a meal. And then you drink these green juices three times a day. Now, the green juices are like eight ounces of juice. So, no, it does not fill you up. And they talk about, oh, it's amazing how how people feel so full. They're not even that hungry the first few days. And I'm like, fuck you. That is a lie. So any of you that are going to try this diet, <laughs> let me just tell you, that's a lie. Coming mm. from someone who loves to eat and gets very hangry when she doesn't eat, that is a lie. Mm. Um, so I will also say that I'm on day four now. I got through the three days, and I didn't kill anybody, and I haven't killed myself. That's at one good. Point, Corey even looked at me, and he's like, you're smiling. How are you doing this, you of all people? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just plowing through it. Um, but then today, I actually get two meals And so day four through seven, you get two meals. And then after that, for like two weeks, they kind of have like a suggestion of three cert food meals a day. And then they have a couple snacks, too. Now, one thing I will say about this diet, the meals are huge, huge. They tell you you don't even have to like worry about portion size. Um, You just eat as much as you want. And it's foods that I really like. It's like kale. You are always adding the one thing I'll say about it is it's the same ingredients in like every meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, sometimes a couple meals have a couple different things, but it's kind of buckwheat, 
So buckwheat noodles, buckwheat, you know, actual buckwheat, uh, buckwheat cereal, all that kind of stuff. Um, there is meat and tofu and no eggs yet, but that's coming up. Uh, fish. So it's a lot of these things, and you're allowed some chocolate every day. You can have coffee every day, and you can have wine, red wine, mm. which mm. I haven't had yet. Mm-hmm. But all of these things are supposed to be just really good for you. Now, I don't own a scale, so I can't tell you. The whole thing is most people lose, apparently, seven pounds in seven days. And really, that is why I wanted to do this, was not so much, I, I don't believe in diets. I honestly don't. I think we all know what to do, right? We all stop eating junk or eat it minimally, and we all just start moving our bodies, and we don't eat late at night. I mean, these things are not hard to understand, but they're very hard to do. Mm-hmm. But the way I looked at this is, This is a really hard first three days, and it's just a way to kind of knock my body back, take away all that stuff, and then slowly bring it back. And even they say in the book, once you're in maintenance mode, if you eat processed food once in a while, it's fine because that's life. You're not going to never eat that stuff again. It's just to look at your diet as being mostly, you know, these cert food, always incorporate these cert foods into your daily diet. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to help you naturally. Um, your metabolism will be better. You'll be healthier. In a lot of ways, it's not, this really isn't just about weight. Mm-hmm. This is about, you know, they have all these stories, of course, of people lowering their blood pressure and their cholesterol and all this stuff. Well, I so, think that's cool. I mean, if it's working for you, that's awesome. All I can say is if I can do this, anybody can. And mm-hmm. it hasn't been easy. I am not going to be one of those people that say, oh, these past three days have been a breeze. It is interesting how you get super, super hungry. And then <clears throat> there reaches a point where you kind of get over it for a little bit. So by the time you're going to eat, you're sort of like, okay, I can eat, but I'm not like dying like I was an hour ago. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do get full really fast already when I'm eating, which is good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that's actually been okay, but I am really looking forward to my two meals that I get to start today. So Yay. there it is. Aww. But yeah, so the person who never has always been against diets is now on a diet. And I hate to even call it that because, again, it's to me, this is more of like, it's such a short-term thing. It's more of just retraining your body on how mm-hmm. to eat in a healthy way. And because I was able to look through the book and see, okay, I love all these foods, so that part will be really easy for me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more of like, I don't know. For me, it's always been about a lifestyle change. Like, I won't do a diet. Like, I think I might have a hard time with that diet because I don't, although I, I get the whole, because I did the Sonoma diet um, and lost 30 pounds on it. And that, I've it's never like, even heard of that. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's based on like the way that the people in the Mediterranean eat. So, you know, you get wine, there's a lot of um, their power foods like blueberries and spinach and stuff like that. And um, and I really liked all the food. And I thought, well, I could eat like this all the time and still, you know, have the occasional cheeseburger or whatever. But um, but they do have like the first uh, week, I think it's no alcohol and no processed sugar, whatever. So it's just sort of like 
detoxes your body. Yes. And, and, and I know now that if I feel like, oh, I'm really dealing with my sugar addiction, if I just give it three days of not eating processed sugar, then it resets myself. So mm. I, I did, I learned things from that. And, um, and so I did really well on that. And I still, you know, use some of the principles from it. I, I don't, you know, 100% eat like that, but right. there's some great recipes in the book that I still like to use. But then um, the other one, I did the blood type diet in the early 2000s oh, that was yeah. so popular. Oh, yeah, you're supposed to eat depending on your blood type, right? Yes, and that one was the one that made me feel best. Like if I could eat like that, well, I could eat like that all the time, <laughs> then it it just made sense to me and because mm-hmm. they look at like – Type I'm a type A, which are natural vegetarians. So people who are type A do really, really well with vegetables, but they tend to store meat as fat. Where type O's, it's the type O is the oldest blood type, like back, dating back to cavemen. Where so they interesting. Pro- they process the the meat and use it more as fuel. So they do really well eating meat, and I've never done well eating meat. Like I do I, so. So many things that it explained, and that's like one of the books where I did read like everything up to the the food part of it because it was so interesting to read about all these different diets and how they originated and all the science behind all of this. And when I did that diet, I did, I lost 30 pounds on that as well. This was back, oh gosh, I was living in Golden Valley still, so late 90s, I think. Um, and I felt my best, my anxiety lessened, my body felt healthy. Like I really believe in that as like a lifestyle for Mm -hmm. me, for me. And isn't it funny though, how you do things like that, they make you feel better, but then you still find yourself getting back into the old ways. Yeah. Even though, you know, you feel better when you Mm -hmm. eat better. It's just so funny, isn't it? It's like, what makes us do that? It's like that comfort of... And I mean, sugar is a drug. Uh-huh. And yeah. so is, you know, <laughs> potato chips are my drug. Like I, if I could mainline those things, mm. seriously, like all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I think it's just so hard. And I, and I love the philosophy of this book too, because they even say, like I said, the minute you say you can't have something, you want it. Yeah. Because I think that's why I don't like diets. Cause I'm this rebellious person who's like, you can't tell me what I can eat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eat whatever the hell I want to eat. And so then it kind of backfires. But by them saying, here, these are the things that are good for you to eat and you can eat as much as you want and you can still have the other stuff. It's just right now is the tough stage and you just have to get through this stage. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, so that's kind of what how I'm looking at for the future, too, is I just want it to help me learn how to eat better or, you know, figure out the foods that are good for me that I should incorporate more into my diet. Mm-hmm. And try to be better about not eating. Because, I mean, part of the reason I wanted to do this now um, was because, as we joked about, like, when this whole COVID thing started, I pretty much ate everything under the sun with my kids, like all the ice cream, all the stuff, all the chips. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I am so afraid to put my pants on. So if I can just, like, lose five pounds or whatever, I'd be happy about that. I don't need to become this svelte little thing. This uh-huh. is more, again, just about... Just COVID, an overall COVID weight. Yeah, get rid of that extra COVID weight. And, mm-hmm. you know, I like I said, I don't even own a scale. So I couldn't tell you if I've lost pounds. Mm-hmm. And a mm-hmm. lot of thing they say is a lot of times with a lot of this stuff, you end up 
um, gaining weight because your muscle, you're building muscle more than fat, so that weighs a little more. So yes. it's more about seeing how, you know, your clothes fit and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me of, of uh, I've actually always been very anti-scale. And mm-hmm. I remember, I've probably told you this story, I don't know, but um, back in the days when Vivian loved to play with her Barbies, uh, she, we were making a dollhouse out of a out of a bookcase, and we were getting all the furniture. And a lot of the furniture I made, but some of it I had to go buy. So we bought the bathroom furniture, because, of course, it's pretty hard to make a toilet, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so here was the thing. her The Barbie doll furniture came didn't have a toilet in the set, for the bathroom, but it came with a scale. Oh, that is bad. Because that's the most important thing, right? Barbie oh, don't no. poop, but she has a scale. Oh God! And that's let me really just tell you, my poops on this diet are bright green. So that's my poop. Well, actually, it's more of a forest green. So I From thought I'd kale. share that. From yeah, the kale. it's coming right through. The grass nice. is being mowed and going right through. That's awesome. <laughs> Healthy poop, man. It's a healthy poop. I love it. It I think is that's a healthy fantastic. poop. Yes. So yes, yes, yes. is there anything that you feel like you've tried recently that used to work for you when you were young but doesn't work anymore now? Like you have to work well, extra hard? Yeah. I mean, I think the, my metabolism definitely has slowed down. And yeah. I used to eat ice cream every night, like back in my 30s even and my early 40s. And now, like, I get this ice cream, and I love it so much, you know, and it's that dairy-free cookie yeah, dough yeah. shit that's so good. But, you know, I I, I can't stop eating it, and, <laughs> and when I have it every night, I, I do feel bloaty, and my clothes yeah. do fit tighter. Like, so I there's certain things. So now I'm like, okay, well, I have popsicles, and we eat, like, little bits of chocolate and stuff there like that. Go. So I still get a treat, and I'm not going to give up ice cream, for God's sake, but... You know, I just, I find that my portions too, like I really need to lessen my portions because I, I do gain weight faster. And, you know, I think after you've been through menopause too, your body shape changes a little bit. And so your, my clothes fit me a little different. Like I'm getting more haunches. I never had haunches. <laughs> yeah, we talked about the haunches. The I haunches. Know. I know. And even when Damn I was, it. you know, 30 pounds over what I am now, I didn't have the haunches. Yes. And that's how I always feel about my stomach. I never had a little stomach even when Mm -hmm. I, you know. So yeah, I mean, I think the balance is the hardest thing. Because on one hand, like I said, I'm like, I'm over 50, I should be able to do whatever the hell I want. And then cruel nature is like, guess what? Now you can't do whatever you want, because it's worse. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't get rid of it as easily as you used to. Right. Um, Plus, I never exercised really, and I I have to like move around now and exercise. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just I think it's a constant battle that we probably all face because, like I said, on one hand, I'm like I don't give a shit anymore. I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm not out to impress anybody. I'm not out to like woo anybody with my svelte bod. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? But then I also want to be healthy, and I want to be able to put pants on and not have them physically be uncomfortable. Exactly. No, I'm with you 100%. As long as I feel healthy, that's what's important. I mean, I don't care to get down to my, you know, my college weight. I mean, I'm, it's, I I think as long as I feel healthy, and I'm getting some good food in my system, along with other things, yeah, then I'm totally fine with it, too. I think, but whatever the case, love yourself 
for and for your haunches who you are and your haunches for you know what they are and I because we you know we have the body that we have yeah it'd be fun to hear you guys if there's anything that you've tried um any crazy diet or something that you've tried in the past I remember in high school bringing a can of chicken Remember the canned chicken that yes. has that stinky smell? That's what I would eat every day at school for a while. Oh, God. I, I, I ate the Slim Fast shakes. <laughs> they were terrible. 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 But, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So bottom line, love your own damn self. Love your own damn self and your own damn haunches. Haunches. So what haunches. do we got next week? <laughs> All right. So next week... Hopefully, again, if I don't, like, fall off this crazy wagon and end up killing myself because I'm so freaking hungry, um, we will talk about, we thought it'd be fun. We found this article, 10 Good Films About Complicated Women Over 40. So Angie and I were like, ooh, let's find a, one of those films, watch it, and talk about it. So Hell that's yes. what we're going to do for next week. Mm-hmm. Movie review. Movie review. So, yeah. yeah, so, you know, be on the lookout for that. And hopefully, maybe if you haven't seen it, it's something that you'll want to go watch. Or if you have seen it, maybe you'll be reminded, that was a great movie. I'm going to rewatch yeah. it. Yeah, so. and, you know, it's always interesting when you have a movie to watch. If one person really, you know, gets something out of it and the other doesn't. Or, you mm-hmm. know, if there's, like, something you really loved and the other person was like, I didn't even notice that. Or, I love that. I love that, too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so we're going to be all Siskel and Ebert next week. <laughs> I love you. that. I love yeah. that. Two so, boobs up. Two boobs up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, we should. That's how we should make our movie reviews. We should. Two boobs up. Yes. Well, thanks for tuning in. You can find us here every Monday on FeminineHijinksPodcast.com. And you can download and listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn. And also you can find us on Patreon under Feminine Hijinks Podcast if you'd like to contribute to the cause of these two working ladies who are putting in a lot of time to bring you this fabulous show every single week. Yes, I'm in. All right, everybody. Well, we can't wait to see you or talk to you next Monday. Love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye. Bye.